0: broker versus advisor what's the difference between the two and is one better than the other hey that's a great question
1: alex because uh you know oftentimes when a when a client's looking for someone to help them manage their portfolios or even to work with as their overall advisor um, people really don't maybe see the difference you know what what do we mean broker versus advisor aren't they all the same well they're not because see, cause see here's, there's different licenses that you typically have. If you're a broker, you usually have what's called a Series 6 or a Series 7 um, license. And what that gives you is the ability to buy and sell stocks, bonds, mutual funds. But for the most part, they're sold on commissions. Mm. Okay? Especially like mutual funds. They'll use A-share mutual funds that typically have a commission up front. Some of them might be B-share, which are more in the back end, but there's built-in commissions into the products that they're marketing.
0: And do they vary for the broker?
1: Oh, yeah. There's a whole assortment of different ones. But another thing that that happens in the brokerage arena, and I know this because I worked as a broker years ago before the tech bubble, and actually during the tech bubble, I worked as a broker. Mm -hmm. So how that basically works is they have a, a set of a, a number of approved products that they say, these are what you can market to your clients. Right. And, uh, you really for the most part, the brokerage world tends to take a pretty bullish stance, no matter what aggressive, aggressive. Hey, you know, time's always on your side, you know, let it ride. Um, just do your, th- you know, just let the market do its thing. And they're using what we call a buy and hold strategy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it, it works great when everything's good. The markets are up, you know, we love our guy. We just made 25%. We did fantastic. But what happens is when we get these bad bear markets and the tide goes out, then you realize, wow, I've been taking a tremendous amount of risk here. And and typically the in the brokerage world, they're not going to adjust that portfolio a whole heck of a lot because they're tied up in, in uh, selling uh, commission-based mutual funds. You can't be moving those around a lot right okay now another difference with the brokerage a broker is that the the requirements to the client aren't as um stringent as an advisor okay okay for the most part you just can't harm the client okay. you know and, and you know so probably pretty vague there what that means it really is yeah you know i mean you you might run into a you know a 70 year old that has 75 percent of the money in the stock market and they may not even realize it Wow! But, but you know now, it, you know they get a big loss. They have to try to sue their advisor now, and you know that may not be the best best option. But unfortunately, people can get hurt. Yeah. Okay. Now, whereas an advisor, a whole different scenario. Advisor has what's called a Series sixty five. Okay, And sometimes if you're working with a brokerage firm, it can be a Series 66 because there are some brokers that can work as an advisor because mm-hmm. some of the firms do have an advisory uh, division, Okay, right. which uh, sometimes that can be okay because you know, now they are working a little bit more for you and, and there is a, a little bit more regulatory uh, requirements there. Mm-hmm. But typically, uh, a pure fee-only advisor isn't normally working with a brokerage firm as well. Gotcha. Yeah, sure. okay. They're not doing both, right? Okay? So with a Series sixty-five as a fee-only advisor, now you have a much higher fiduciary obligation to your client. So you're what's really called a fiduciary. You have to do what's in the very best interest of your client. There's tremendous amount of information you need to be gathering. You need to know your client. You need to really study their risk profiles. You got to determine their income needs. Um, what is the money going to be used for? To really make sure if you're going to put a plan together. It's for their benefit. And, and really, the way the compensation works with the advisory versus the, the brokerage world, advisors are on the same side of the table as the, as the, as the client. Mm-hmm. As the portfolio goes up, the advisor makes more money and the client makes more money. Mm. Okay? And the brokerage side, if you're paid a commission, really it doesn't matter if that portfolio goes up or down. They've already been paid. Ah, Gotcha.
0: So there, there's a temptation there for the broker to not necessarily, I mean, I'm sure they could be well-intentioned for the most part, but I mean, hey, if that's the difference between what they bring home to their families or how long they're in the office that day, I mean, how do you not want to take advantage of those opportunities?
1: Well, sure. And I do even remember back working in that brokerage industry, We we might have... Uh, you know, one particular fund company, or a, maybe it's a variable annuity that we're marketing that's offering a bonus special toward the end of the year. Hey, this one's paying a little higher percentage, and you know, you know, sure, you're going to gravitate toward. Where the money is. I mean, it's just you know, not not. It's not always bad, right? But maybe it. They could have maybe offered a product that might have been a little bit better. Yeah. So so yeah, the incentiveness there can sometimes blind you know the broker just a little bit as opposed to being a pure peer, purely advisor. Now we'll say this too. There's been a lot more regulation in the brokerage world where the the brokers themselves are regulating those agents, mm-hmm. and you know they're they're definitely much tighter than they used to be, yeah. but still. it's it's a completely different scenario that the broker works for the brokerage firm the advisor works for the client
0: yeah clear distinction there the real difference i hear there is the quality maybe and the extent of the care you know, we, we sit there and we say airy things like, you know, the best interests of the client, for instance. You know, that, that's really at the discretion of the advisor a lot of times in terms of really covering all the bases. You know, it's like, I can get you a good car, but did I get you the absolute best car?
1: Yeah, that's really can be the case. Um, in fact, oftentimes we'll see, uh, you know, a client that's working with a big name firm that will have broker turnovers all of a sudden they go, Yeah, we've got a new guy now, or we've actually on our third guy now. And and that's unfortunately what happens in the brokerage world is that advisors will maybe be with a firm for so long and then maybe they want to go to a whole nother one or you know, there, there's a lot more turnover there. Gosh. Okay. And that, that can really affect the portfolio and the whole thing over time because now maybe they're with someone they didn't even really know and that that person doesn't know that client very well anymore. They haven't taken the time to study all their needs and say, hey, you know what, going forward, we should be doing this. Needs change. Yeah, you know, and now all of a sudden they're in the wrong place and the market takes a big dive or something like that. Where on the advisor side, it's it's a much deeper relationship. Typically, if you're working with an advisory firm, you're going to be with them for a much longer period of time. That advisor is taking the time to really get to know you, to understand your needs, stay in touch with you. Because again, the way we're compensated is that that's imperative to maintain the relationship. You know, I mean, we're getting paid as long as a client is is happy and we're doing the right job. And so typically advisory firms, um, you know, even if there is a, a bit of a changeover, there's probably another advisor in the office that's gotten to know you well. And it's much more personal.
0: mm That makes a lot of sense. Well, hey, folks, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you learned something today, please like and share the video with someone who might need to hear this information as well. If you have any more questions, feel free to reach out to us using the information in the description below. We'd certainly love to hear from you, and we'd be more than happy to answer your questions hassle-free at your convenience. Until next time, have a wonderful day.